thing has come naturally to SAFM. Like being SA's news and information leader. SAFM, 104 to 107. Yonisa Kunta is an associate editor at JuicyAfrica.com and a columnist at AllForWomen.co.za. But, you know, she'll, she'll talk to you all about that. But what I'm interested in mainly is she's edited these essays uh, about what smart, and the operative word is smart here, young South Africans are thinking in a compilation called Writing What We Like, A New Generation Speaks. She joins me in the studio now. Thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Listen, I couldn't resist. It's, it's Youth Month, and it, this is the best way to start Youth Month, by listening to young voices. What are they saying? Um, they're saying a lot of things, you mm. know. They're talking about issues that affect us, um, issues that we think about. You know, some of them are quite serious, some of them not so. So it's really an entire range of topics, from racism to education more light and hard stuff like dating and a bit of comedy. So it's literally everything. And getting into a taxi. Your experience. <laughs> <laughs> My life before Uber. <laughs> but what, what inspired the book itself? Um, it was basically, I guess, just about wanting to be heard and wanting a platform for that because I mostly write online. And mm-hmm. while I do think that's a very good medium because it's immediate and it has a worldwide spread. I also feel like there's something just more tangible. I don't know if authentic is the right way. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. once you have put something in writing and it's bound and it's physical and you hold it in your hand, it's almost like it gives the words more weight. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just I just wanted other people to hear what we're thinking and just to use that platform of the printed and, and And I love it because th- there seems to be a lot of noise at the moment. You know, there's a lot of voices. All of us are finding our voice in some way or the other, but I think we talk past each other and we're not quite listening. So this is why the book is important because you can go back to it and read and really understand and listen. Was that the intention with this, that maybe you're giving, a, giving us a glimpse or, you know, into into the lives of what young people are experiencing more than saying. Absolutely. That, that was it, because I was also like, you know, if you wanted to know what young people are thinking, and when I say young, I am using the youth league definition. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, 35 under, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, you, where would you go? You know, would you have to trawl across all these individual blogs? Would you have to look for, you know, the one or two that are in the spotlight? I was like, no, we're here. We have something to say, and this is the best way to just have people listen. Well, some of them really are already in the spotlight. Simpiratana. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we could have read her 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 comments on on Twitter because she's she's very <laughs> she's very vocal on Twitter but I think you've put them together but it's not surprising what she talks about because she's very vocal about the the idea of language mm. and but and it's put in such a way that again you're not just trolling through Twitter but you you, you actually and Shaga Sisulu those voices have been heard but I was happy to discover other voices that have not been heard um, and it, it just makes me wonder again how you handpicked and, and decided this is the person whose voice I'd like to put in the book. Oh, to be honest, it wasn't that deliberate. Mm. You know, it, it was a very organic process. Once I had an idea, all right, these are going to be my themes. You know, I want to talk about education. Then I was just like, okay, 
who is saying something in education that I feel is relevant, that I feel needs to be heard. It doesn't necessarily have to align with what I think, because then I'd have written the book by myself, mm, you know. Mm, mm. But wh- who are people who I think are saying things that are relevant, that need to be heard? And then I kind of reached out to those people, and I was like, this is what I'm doing. I'd like you to be a part of it. You know, let's let's do this. And they all rushed to write back in. Woo! I think rushed is <laughs> not the word. I did have to do quite a lot of stalking <laughs> and persuasion. But, I mean, everybody who's in here was happy to be here and wanted to be here. They were like, thank you so much for having me. I was like, no, thank you for agreeing. Because, I mean, without you guys, would have been, you know, back to... And all these conversations are really starting. And I think you brought them to the fore. But... I think, you know, dinner tables are having these conversations, Shabins are having these conversations, and and I just wonder, though, where are we directing, are we just speaking for the, and writing for the sake of writing, or are we hoping that something comes out of these conversations? If I were to think of, you know, the best possible outcome, it would be to start a conversation, because mm-hmm. I think you made a very important point earlier that the problem is that in this country, we tend to talk at each other mm. or past each other, mm. you know, and it's just like, well, people are like, well, what do you think? And you're like, this is what I think. And then that person can internalize it, reflect on it, and then, you know, begin to start a dialogue with you, should they choose. They can choose not to, but then they it's not like they, they're ignorant now. Mm. You know, they mm. have the knowledge. They mm. have the... So that would be my best possible and outcome. And yesterday at your book launch, <laughs> <laughs> which was very interesting... But you know what what stood out from one of your one of your contributors was speaking the truth, speaking truth to power, and and we don't do that often because we tiptoe around each other. Uh, we don't want to hurt. We don't want to sound disrespectful, um, and and yet some truths are mentioned. In, in in this book, so that was important to to tell the truth. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, no. <laughs> well, one of your one of your contributors, I know, who, who was very um, vocal last night, <laughs> is is actually in the studio with us. Um, maybe I'll, I'll drag him in. Although you know, this is a women's program, but we're talking about a um, we're talking about a a book that he's participated in. So, and I can't call him Sipo, right? Sipo <laughs> doesn't like being called Sipo. Sipo, would you please come into the studio, and and let's just get your your five cents and and how you feel about your contribution in the book, because there's lots of wonderful voices. But the the most important thing in which we're talking about Youth Month and we're talking about um, the new struggles of... of, uh, the new struggles of the, the the students uprising. Oh no, we must find him a chair. Hey, hello, how are you? I'm alright. Yeah, we we're not going to ask you to go on your knees, um, but 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 maybe I'll. Oh, we we we're getting a chair. Okay, and then we can have a proper conversation about about the 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 youth situation at the moment, especially with reference to 1976 because we're celebrating 40 years of 1976 and uh, and okay wonderful thank you so much Leander thanks for doing that 
we were not going to have you. Welcome. I'm, I'm so, I, I couldn't resist you sitting there not being able to talk to you. So putting it into context, putting it into context, the 40-year 40 40 celebration and um, where we are with the student struggle or the recent student struggle, are we, are we fighting the same cause? We certainly are. It definitely is not an in, in, in old... St- it's not a new struggle. Mm-hmm. It's an old one. Whether you look at it from the perspective of open Stellenbosch and the language policy mm-hmm. thereof, or whether you look at it from a fees perspective and the capitalization of the whole education sector, mm-hmm. which is meant to cater and redress um, the injustices of the past, which include... Um, lack of education for black people, adequate education. Um, and so, most, or if you look at it from a roads must fall um, perspective, which is all-encompassing from, from, from fees to, to actually even gender issues, mm. um, and since this is a, a, a woman's platform, um, I can't resist saying that within roads must fall politics, there is the gender question about how do women feel in the space of education? Mm-hmm. Are they still silenced? Mm-hmm. How, um, and if you look at the, the professoriate at UCT, how is it that there is not a single black female full professor? Well, with the exception of the new appointed dean of the law school. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't have a black African full professor at the university. That is an issue in itself. Um, other issues pertaining to that too would be um, how trans bodies, um, transgendered people feel within the space. Mm. Is it adequate that in one building at a university there will be a gender-neutral toilet and it will be at the basement? Oh, wow. What does that feel? I mm. mean, what does that say? Mm. It actually invisibilizes students. And so... Um, in, 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 the, in the framing of blackness in, in the, with these movements, the framing of blackness not only speaks to the subservience of black people only by pigmentation, but it speaks to, um, it, it, it's, it speaks to <clears throat> a people who are silenced just generally, a people who are perpetually marginalized. And so, um, whilst when we revisit the archive, you may not see women coming up much. Um, certainly in these current, in the current student discourse, there's a lot being said about gender issues as with race issues. You know, I'm glad you brought up the word archive again, you know, because you, you, and, and you, you are a very loud voice, um, about, you know, student issues. And, and th- th- I think this also gives us an opportunity to go into the archives and look at what the issues were then to compare them with the issues today. Uh, but as, as we were talking earlier, we seem to talk past each other as to what is important mm. and which is the best platform for young people to start having these discussions and, 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 and find solutions or at least be working towards the same solution, you know. Is there that platform? And where are these archives again? (laughs) (laughs) Where do we go to to, to at least empower ourselves with information that would give us direction? Now, there's a video that's recently gone viral. Um, 
in which there's a black man at Harvard University um, doing this whole speech and a poem, actually. And somewhere in the poem it says, Injustice um, is telling them education is the key, but you keeping on changing the locks, Mm -hmm. you know. And so education is not the only answer to our issues. What we're seeing is a youth that is not being listened to. You know, there's a whole deputy presidency um, within the presidency that's meant to cater just for the youth. And what that deputy minister in the presidency is also saying from, from a point of power is that we are not being reached out to. Mm, mm. And so there's a massive confusion around whether who's meant to be doing what. Is it the students that should be agitating for change? Um, or is it the state that should be going down to listen? But w- as we've seen with Rose Must Fall, politics with all, fees must fall, and all these other student protests, is that our leadership is resisting a change, and it speaks very much to a very ageist leadership that does not see a capable youth that can charter the future of this country. And, and they understand, though, because they were the youth ones doing exactly what you're doing. Exactly. So some, there the needs to be platforms. Look, we're going to have this conversation throughout the month because these are very important uh, conversations. But I'm happy for writing what you liked. And what happens after this, Yulisa? Are we going to continue these conversations? Are we going to continue to invite more voices to write what they like? Because I think this this just has started something that I think can work or can lead us to the place where we find solutions and find answers. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to meet young men like these who who are really part of what's going on and, and who will help us continue the conversation. In the meantime, I want you to come back and tell me about those archives. <laughs> um, well, you know, obviously, I've, this is the beginning. It's the beginning of a journey. It's the beginning of a dialogue. And uh, hopefully, after this has made it to the bestseller list, and then I have <laughs> tangible proof hint, hint, that yes, by the book, <laughs> support South African authors. Um, once that has happened, you know, I, I feel like that will be an indication that people are hungry for knowledge, Mm -hmm. to hear our voices, they want more, then, I mean, I see absolutely no obstacle to doing it again. One important question that came up yesterday is is how we get these translated so that everybody is empowered. So if we could get these published in different languages, I know it's a money issue, but... uh, I don't feel like Tafelberg is struggling. I will have that conversation (laughs) with (laughs) him. And I will see how far we can take There we this. go, Tuffelberg. We're putting you on <laughs> on the spotlight here. But, yeah, hopefully we can get them uh, translated because we need to reach as many young people as possible and get these voices heard. And these are at all good bookstores, good bookstores I take it. Yes, you can get the book at Exclusive Books mm-hmm. Nationwide, CNA Nationwide, Wordsworth. It's also available as an ebook on mm-hmm. Amazon.com as well as from Take A Lot. Okay. Local side. All right. I, I, I must thank both of you for coming in, and we're going to have more conversations. Which means you said? 
<laughs> Are you going back there? No. Okay. Yesterday's archive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but thank you both of you for coming in, and 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 congratulations on this. It's it's a wonderful idea. Thank, thank you for having me. Yes, All right. Thank you so much. For Writing what us. we like, a new generation speaks. Go and buy it. It's edited by Yolisa Kunta. And when we come back, we go to the we we go speak to Tara McKenzie uh, about the Encounters International Documentary Festival, which opens tomorrow. After this.